Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Hello. Today, we're going to look at getting to know yourself. This is a subject that is very close to all our hearts here in the Erasmus Foundation because it was a subject that has been brought up many, many times over the years and has a great deal of importance, as you will learn very shortly. We learned a lot about reincarnation, God, tapestries, many, many, many other things. But this theme of getting to know yourself was very much forefront in our minds because it was constantly mentioned how important it was. And now by talking to Pat, Rosina and Corinne, we're going to find out a little bit more why. So Pat, getting to know yourself, how has that made a difference to your life? Well, as you quite rightly say, it's something that um, we have uh, learned from the very beginnings. It was something Padina spoke about. She was a clinical psychologist in her life, and obviously all her other uh, spiritual wisdom and, and gifts in that regard. And she approached this subject quite pragmatically. I think it's something that everybody does through their lives but i would say some people are more conscious of the process than others may be but padina's approach and uh, something we um, came to understand was she would simply say about considering your strengths and your weaknesses and, and actually she had an exercise um, and suggested that we might write them down and put them in a drawer she would say and and then look back on them a couple of years later to see if they had changed, some of them uh, more than others. And I think part of this process for me, which was important, I'm sure for others, was the fact of reflecting on your your weaknesses as well as your strengths. Because um, Padina and Spirit would always talk about balance, Uh, Now, that can be a painful process sometimes because, especially for myself, when I was at that age and I was still in my teenage years, just about going into my 20s, and I was full of insecurities and and trying to find my way and understand myself in in the best way I could anyway, it was almost like I would balk a little bit at discovering weaknesses because for myself I didn't understand why they would be there and the teachings of the foundation was what gave me the knowledge and understanding that they are there and in one sense they are gifted to us because of all the 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 trials and tribulations that they that they lend us through our life and the learning that is earned through that the guessing to know yourself part of it we were we were given that um those little exercises and it took me a long time to really understand 
actually what the statement really meant and how I would go about doing it. It certainly wasn't an overnight process. And um, here I am 30 odd years later, having a better understanding about it now than I did then. Okay, but it's it's an ongoing process, isn't it? That's the interesting thing about this. It it never ceases throughout your life. It just continues because if you look at yourself with truth, I think you need to look at your strengths first. And I think we are more likely to say, "Oh no, I'm probably not that good at it. Really, I, I can't. Don't think I could do that. No." And all of a sudden a strength is dropped and i think that if you look at yourself with truth you can see where your strengths are eventually and once you've found your strengths you need to hang on to them you have to say that is my strength i can't keep denying it that is something i can do and that's not immodest it's being truthful for yourself and then you can look at your your weaknesses and uh, through your strengths and, and try and eradicate your weaknesses but corinne so let me say to you that what is the point of getting to know yourself? What do you think this is all about? We try to find our limitations, perhaps. We need to look at ourselves with the eyes of truth. And as you said, uh, we will look at our good qualities first to get strength so that we may then, in truth, look at our bad qualities. Now, it is important to remember, in a previous podcast, we explained that we come here on the earth to learn, to learn lessons through experiences, and we have got flaws. And these flaws are part of ourselves and I could say when being human uh, it is normal to have flaws so we can accept that we have flaws and therefore when we understand all this and this I, I could understand thanks for the teachings at the Erasmus Foundation then you can look and accept your flaws, and therefore start to know yourself better. Now, it is almost an everyday work, and you can, you can start slowly, and perhaps you may find things that you, don't, you do not like too much. When you start to know yourself, and personally, I first discovered things that I thought, oh, no, this is, this is me, really. Oh, no, I prefer, I do not want to look at this. But because we are taught it is important to know oneself, to grow spiritually, then eventually I came back on it and, and I, I tried to look at it with the eyes of truth. And also understanding that it is human to have these flaws. So it is acceptable to the great mind, so it should be acceptable to me, and I could then look at them and accept them and try to work on them. So when, when we start to know ourselves, um, 
we can then become our true self, who we are really. We do not need to pretend to be other than we are. And uh, we can open up. We can find ourselves. And then life can be really easier. And uh, it can be a more fulfilled life. Now, as I said, it is an everyday work because every day life is certainly giving a chance to know ourselves a little bit more. And I could say especially in interacting with others because, you know, another person is, is a, a mirror image. And it is, it, is, it is not funny, but it is the way it is. This morning, uh, I met a person and I got a little bit irritated with this person, really, you know, and as it may happen to all of us. And really, I thought, but what is it that uh, irritates me in this person? And, you know, thinking about it, when there is something that irritates me in another person, it is often uh, a problem I have got my own self and and uh, I can see it bigger in the other person, but in fact, it is a problem of my own self. So thinking about it, it also helps me to know myself. And what, what is important uh, in knowing ourselves? Uh, is that in knowing ourselves, we can understand better ourselves. We can be, therefore, tolerant with ourselves. And then we can be also tolerant with others. And it can help us to know others better as well. And in a way, perhaps, sometimes we, we can also help others in this way. Part of this, then, from what you're saying, is is almost getting to like yourself is another way of putting it. Getting to accept yourself, warts and all, as Padina would say. Now, how do you feel about that, Rosina? <laughs> no, nothing personal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, if one of the things, good things about getting to know yourself is that um, as you get to know yourself and you get to understand your strengths and your weaknesses and you understand your limitations, that actually you are able within yourself to be more peaceful. And I think that that then enables you to be more receptive and, as Corinne said, have a greater understanding of others as well. And the other thing that I think that is really important, and I think we can see this in the world at the moment, actually, that you come to a point where things that perhaps don't go the way that you would like them to go in your life, you stop blaming other people and you start taking responsibility for those things. And you once begin to understand why these perhaps negative things are happening in your life. And in a sense, in doing that, those 
what appears to be negative things actually become positive things because you learn so much from them. And I think that in in our previous podcast, we have been talking about and discussing the purpose of life. And um, in the foundation, we believe that the fundamental purpose of our lives is to um, learn and to progress. And it is through our endeavours, through working through things, looking at our, our lives in truth, that we are really able to do this. And I think that once we accept that, and once we accept that, um, like Patrick and Corinne have said, that we all have flaws, we all have weaknesses, we've all have got strengths, it actually be- enables us to become a lot more tolerant of, of others and perhaps tolerant of ourselves as well and a lot kinder to others and ourselves. And I think that this is the thing that gives us the peace and that 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 kind of inner peace. Okay, now the, the, this is, it is interesting, this. I think it is the fact that I think fundamentally you're getting to, to like yourself and, and really accept yourself for who you are. Yeah. And I suppose that in my past, I didn't like myself when I was younger. I, I, I wanted to be somebody else, I think. Mm. Uh, no one in particular, but I, I didn't. I wasn't happy with being who I was. I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't this. I wasn't that. You know what I mean? You look at other people and think, oh, I haven't got that quality or that ability. I wish I could do that. I wish I could be that. And you know what? What you find out as years go by that other people may be saying the same thing about you on occasions. There's things about you that they would like to be able to have or achieve. And I think th- this is what's important, is the fact that we are individuals. There isn't anyone like us anywhere in the universe, which is an interesting thing to say. They're all unique, created by the great mind with, with a unique nature about us. And, Pat, this kind of gives me um, a sense of, of belonging, to, to to the whole really and, uh, and and it gives me a great sense of warmth how do you feel about that yeah no i can un- understand what you're saying there paul um yeah if i can give an example if i may one thing that has been very strong in my life and I'm, i know i know many others as well it's common for humankind in general i would say but but that's impatience the reason i bring this up is because it was one of the first things i really remember working on with padina's advice and and help and guidance through the process of getting to know yourself and it was a very physical thing within me that obviously was rooted in emotion but i know it was placed within me and as the others have touched on and yourself um alongside this we were also receiving over the years a spiritual context of our lives and as has been said about looking to other people and they may have this or they may have that and and how the great mind has given us our particular life and with with all its pluses and minuses within the spiritual context they 
were paving a road for you to have certain experiences that would give you the, the ultimate goal and the ultimate reward of learning and progression. It was the first practice that I started to visualize and work on. I started to do little exercises and even as simple as counting to 10 and holding my breath and, and, and asking myself, you know, almost isolating the impatience from myself and seeing it as something that existed within me, not allowing it to become all-consuming. I don't mean in any way like I was being a pressure cooker and suppressing it, but by acknowledging it and understanding it, I could let it go. Now, that was, again, like all these things, was a, a long process. The seed of it will always be within me, within this life, because it is there to serve a purpose. But it can become a ghost of what it was. If it's not being fed, then it recedes into the shadows. And as an example of, of that, I can say somebody said something to me last week. And to reflect back on how I was as a young man when I first came into the foundation, my nickname at work was Mad Dog. Somebody said a week or two ago that I had a very calming demeanor. That is a practical example for myself of how the getting to know myself and the weaknesses were as, as important as the strengths. In understanding them and acknowledging them, I was able to stop giving them energy that they didn't need to have. And that was very beneficial to me. And the peace then has room to rise to the surface. Okay. Mad dog, eh? I remember that. Again, for me, I didn't like myself at all when I was young. I felt a lesser person. I didn't feel that I had much worth. And the, the thing is, what it's brought for me, that I've not got more worth than anybody else, because of course I haven't. But I've got as much worth in, in the eyes of the great mind as anybody. And that's the same for everyone. And I think that's very revealing for us all. Don't you think, Corinne? Oh, yes, it is indeed, Paul. We are all a part of the great mind. And... Uh, the great mind is inside all of us. So when we come to know better ourselves, we can also identify with our mind, with our spirit, which is inside of us. And therefore, we can identify with all that good which is inside of us. And therefore, we understand that uh, we are not under any other, we are not higher than any other, but we can be our true self. And, uh, of course, this is a very nice, a very nice feeling. And as Patrick has said, it helps, it helps us to find peace. And also what I wanted to say about uh, knowing yourself is that when you know yourself you can sometimes even uh, control your thought because at the present time I'm afraid there are some uh, bad ideas that are coming to the brains 
through some media, perhaps uh, through bad films, through evil pictures, through heavy music. And it may happen, it, it certainly has happened to you too, uh, it may happen that it comes to you to have some, some um, very bad thoughts or feelings. And when you know yourself, you can then know if these are from you or not. And you can identify if it is coming from another source. And if it is not coming from yourself, you can then surround yourself with light and uh, refuse these ideas. Also, eventually, visualize them, surround them with light, and throw them away. So, you see, there are many things important in, in knowing oneself. Is, as you say, to like yourself, to realize that you have uh, an importance and uh, you know that the great mind has seeded you for a purpose because knowing yourself is also helping you to find your purpose. And um, this poll, I am believing, is very important because you know you have your place in the universe. You have your place and you have purpose. So you can be at ease and feel happy with yourself. Yes, you have a purpose and therefore you are part of the great jigsaw puzzle that the great, great mind has built. So, Rosina, would you like to say more on this and as we come to the end of our podcast? Um, I, there is one thing that I would like to say um, about not liking ourselves and comparing ourselves to others. When I was teaching... I really noticed that this was something that children did. They compared themselves with other people. They compared and identified themselves with, I don't know, rock stars, um, uh, celebrities, whoever. And I think that this is given rise to a lot of negativity. And some of that negativity has developed into mental illness um, with a lot of young people at the moment. And I think that one of the things that I really do hope for in the future is that the idea and the thoughts that we have been discussing about getting to know yourself is something that is really embraced in schools. And it's really is perhaps the most important thing that anybody can do in their lives. And yet it is perhaps in schools one of the most neglected things at the moment. And I would really love to see this change. Okay, because you're talking about in education where we ought to be focusing initially on on the very thing, getting to know yourself, because if you do find yourself um, or, or, or start that journey, then it, it becomes easier to interact with others, does it not? Absolutely, Paul, absolutely. And I would also go as far as saying that I spent a huge amount of my time careering off in all kinds of directions, um, 
totally inappropriate directions when I was younger because I didn't know myself. And I accept that that was the path I had to go down. And that was a part of my tapestry, which we've also spoken about in other podcasts. But nevertheless, I think that it would be a really wonderful thing that children got to know themselves at an early age and understood what their purpose was in life. Anything else you'd like to add before we close? Uh, Yes, please. I would like to say that our world today is really out of balance and in really a a poor state. To get into balance, man really needs to know himself. And collectively, if people start to behave and and to endeavour to know better themselves, collectively, there will be more balance. And, and this is really needful to to get to a, a better future. Very nice. Well done, guys. Thank you very much indeed for your time. And I will speak to you again soon, no doubt. Thank you very much. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing centre based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a web page, www.erasmus-foundation.org or email us, info at erasmus-foundation.org. Thank you for listening.